Why are conservatives leaving politics? So former conservative leader Aaron O'Toole has announced that he's going to be leaving federal politics. He's been a politician for 10 years. Uh, and then we have some politicians leaving here in Alberta as well. Alberta Finance Minister Travis Taves uh, he announced that he's not going to seek re-election. So is this a trend? Is it a coincidence? Is this an, an issue with conservative politicians? We're going to get into it right now with the Western Canada public policy professional and principal of MC Consulting. Melissa Cowett is joining the show. Melissa, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. So can you just catch us up a little bit on Aaron O'Toole? He led the Conservative Party for two years, but that was during the pandemic. So there was kind of a timeline where I think a lot of people just like to put on a shelf and not really think about too much. So just remind us a little bit about him as a politician, Melissa. Sure, yeah. So Aaron O'Toole is, has been an Ontario MP um, for about 10 years, as you said. He um, won the um, Conservative leadership um uh, race, I suppose, in 2020, which is, yes, right in the heat of um, of the pandemic. Most of us just want to erase that time, as you said. And he was he was leader um, for about a year uh, or two years, I guess. Um, but we had an election in September of 2021. And so he led the Conservatives federally through that election um, and then ultimately was um, ousted by the Conservative caucus um, in February of the following year. So he wasn't leader for for that long, um, but he was a leader during a very tumultuous time in our country and um, within the conservative movement, I'd say, as well. Which I think is unique to his storyline as a politician, because I can't imagine anyone, you know, really wanting to continue after those two years of uh, what I think would be just absolute chaos as a politician. You know, it seemed like no one could really do anything right, and everyone was sort of navigating uncharted territory for a really for a, a large part of that. So, I mean, how much credit can you give to that being the reason that he's deciding to leave federal politics? Yeah, you make a great point. So, I think that we it's it's a very easy criticism to give politicians that it's such a cushy job and it's so great and you know you get all this influence and power but you know over the years and i think this is a good thing there have been a lot of sort of limits on politicians just in terms of jobs they can have after you know it's a very demanding job in the 24-hour news cycle um, and so it's actually a very difficult job to have. And then to have that job during probably one of the most uncertain times of our lifetime in Canada is even harder. And, and Aaron O'Toole came into this role having um, having to campaign without using traditional campaign um, tactics. Like you're, you're trying to get to know people. You're trying to connect people in a socially distanced way um, online for much of it as well. And so the sort of, the sort of way that a politician would go about um, building trust with voters and getting to know voters was really not there for Aaron O'Toole. Plus, you know, governing through or not governing, but being the leader of a, a major political party in Canada during that time is a lot of pressure with um, definitely not a lot of thanks. So it's not entirely surprising, um, surprising to me that he's exiting. It's also very normal if you've been the leader of a party um, and then you step down. It's very normal that you don't stay on in caucus forever. Um, so, so that itself isn't that normal, but definitely his circumstances of leadership were, were unique. 
I want to I wanna pick that apart just a little bit, Melissa. The idea that if you're not leading, then you don't want to be a part of it. And how much of that is ego-driven? Maybe because if you're not the leader, you don't want to play at all. But I want to just go back to, to what you were talking about, about being uh, a politician during the pandemic. Obviously, incredibly hard. I mean, to be honest, that sounds like an absolute nightmare job. I would never want that <laughs> to be my yeah. to my fate. But, but I wonder if we're seeing now more and more people that just don't want to be involved in politics in general because of the climate that you're describing, because of the 20 four-hour news cycle and because of the social media attacks. I mean, is this is this something that people want to aspire to? I think you're totally right. I think all of those things play into it. And I also think that we are now um, in a place in society where the extremes get a lot of attention. And when you look at the makeup of a political party, some people think it's, you know, the, the elected officials and the leaders that are sort of dictating what happens down to the membership or down to the voters, but it really is the other way around. And especially in a sort of grassroots party like the conservative parties federally and provincially, it is people who are getting involved in the party that you're responding to. And in recent years, for whatever reason, there has been a lot of um, a lot of people who feel disconnected from being part of the um, sort of formal party structures. Um, in Canada, and, and particularly when it comes to the Conservatives. And so when you are an elected official under um, really challenging circumstances and then serving um, perhaps an increasingly disconnected part of the population um, in terms of membership, it becomes really difficult because you have to balance what your membership wants versus what just, just the general voters want. Mm. And sometimes when those things are too far apart, it's really hard to bridge that gap. Which is good for, for democracy and for the public, I suppose. But I, but I wonder then if that takes us back to the idea of not wanting to lead or be in the party at all. Is it that you people feel that they have their, their hands sort of tied when they're, um, when they're in those positions or, or, or not? I think that there's a very real um, there's a very real difference that happens when you go from being the leader in the leader of the opposition's office in the case of Aaron O'Toole making all of the decisions to not and I think it's very natural to want to step out of the way of what the membership has decided and sort of let what the members have spoken for be the the prevailing um, the prevailing voice. I just think it's a hard transition to make, especially if you're somebody who had has um, a lot of talent and um, was in the private sector before. Doesn't necessarily need to be an elected official. Um, you know, there, there's a there's an element of it where it's it's like we should step aside to allow the voices that the membership has said matter the most. Um, to prevail and not allow sort of internal divisions possibly to to damage um, damage the party's uh, path forward. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how much how much ego plays into it. I mean, I think to think yourself capable of leading a party or leading a country for that matter, whatever party you're a, you're you're in, I think takes obviously a tremendous amount of of ego and confidence. And I wonder if you're not holding that position if you if you lose interest in being a, a part of it at all. Uh, Melissa, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what this means for uh, the Conservative Party in general, um, and uh, and what that looks like for you, and what Aaron O'Toole does next. 
next? Where do these politicians go? What does life look like? But we do just have to take a short break. We're going to come right back and get back into it with Western Canada's public policy professional and principal of MC Consulting, Melissa Cowett. Why are conservatives leaving politics? We're seeing this on the federal level and uh, with a couple politicians here in our province as well. Is it just coincidence or what's going on? Chelsea Unshed continues in three minutes. We're talking with Melissa Cowett, who's the Western Canada public policy professional and principal of MC Consulting. So uh, seeing a few politicians leave their parties, uh, leave their conservative parties, federal uh, leader, former leader, Aaron O'Toole is leaving politics after 10 years. We've also seen uh, some politicians here in our own province leave the conservative party. So, uh, Melissa, I, I mean, what does this what does this suggest to you? Is this just a coincidence or do you see that there's maybe something else going on here? Yeah, I think it, there's no doubt that conservative parties in Canada have changed and have shifted in terms of the demographics, and in, in terms of the individuals that feel highly motivated to become members and be really involved in these parties. And there's, there's absolutely no doubt that that has shifted, um, definitely more to the right in, in recent years. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it, it really depends on the situation. I think, you know, we talked a bit about Aaron O'Toole. I think his exit is more emblematic of, um, you know, stepping aside to let Pierre Polyev sort of lead the party into its next phase. You know, I think when I look um, provincially, um, provincial officials like uh, Minister Taves and Minister Savage, we talked a bit about the pandemic. It was a really tough go for those folks that were sitting around the cabinet table um, during the past few years. And if you look at somebody like Minister Taves, um, he, he got into politics um, for the right reasons, I think. So did, so did Minister Savage. He um, was in a very, very important portfolio as with Minister Savage during a really hard time. And when you look at Minister Taves in particular, he um, ran for the leadership of the UCP, was unsuccessful. But on the finance side, like he really did accomplish what I would assume is a lot of what he got into politics to achieve. You know, we have balanced budgets in Alberta right now. We have um, fiscal guardrails um, in Alberta to put the province on a better path. And so I think like from an accomplishment perspective, I think Minister Taves accomplished a lot. And, and because he wasn't successful in the leadership, perhaps he um, he felt like his, he feels like his contributions can be made better in just a different role. And mm -hmm. so I, I think, you know, for folks that have um, folks that um, that have done what they feel they came into politics to do, that exit might just be natural for that reason and sort of stepping aside and letting others come in and, and pick up the pieces of where they left. It, it seemed for a while that, at least on the federal level, uh, the Conservative Party really needed a, a bit of a rebrand and a bit of a refresh. I mean, we talk about Aaron O'Toole, he's certainly a very true blue conservative. Do you think that Pierre Polyev coming in and leading the party has given them that change uh, that they that they needed? I think so. And I think it's been very interesting to see the shift that's happened with Polyev, because arguably during his during the, uh, the federal conservative leadership race, people were very unsure about him and perhaps they still are. But I actually think that his tone has shifted quite a bit um, and has focused more on things that Canadians resonate with rather than some more fringe um, issues. I mean, that's not a rule across the board, but I think generally um, that's been the move um, that he's taken. And, and I think that, you know, it, the dynamics in politics are always changing as well. So you, you can never look at these things in a vacuum. I think we're now looking at the leader of the Conservative Party, Pierre Polyev, juxtaposed against Prime Minister um, Trudeau, who's mm -hmm. been in that role for a while. Maybe people are starting to get frustrated. And so the the winds and the, the, the ground is always shifting beneath these politicians. Um, 
Right, absolutely. What does someone like uh, an Aaron O'Toole do now? What are his, some of the career prospects that he would be looking at? Yeah, so I think like that's, I'm really glad that you asked that question because I think that a lot of people think that politicians um, fly straight from public office to sort of like cushy lobbying gigs or, or something <laughs> like that. But there's actually a lot of um, legislation and regulation that prohibits any sort of conflict of interest. So, you know, for Aaron O'Toole, I would assume he might um, go to a role um, in the private sector. Maybe he shifts more into board work, um, you know, maybe maybe um, take some time with his family. Um, he, he certainly got a lot of skills to offer. And so I, I wouldn't, I don't think he'll be riding off into the sunset, but probably something in the private sector that um, that leverages um, his knowledge of, of the Canadian public policy system and his experience. Okay, Melissa, thank you so much for making the time. Uh, really appreciate you sticking around this afternoon and sharing your great perspective. Thank you so much. Of course. That's Melissa Cowett, Western Canada public policy professional and principal of MC Consulting, talking about conservatives leaving politics. So this after uh, Aaron O'Toole has announced his departure from uh, not only the Conservative Party, but politics in general after 10 years as a as a career politician.